Tis the season, Philip. To be jolly. To be all kinds of things. Jolly's good. Jolly is good. Hey, welcome to the The Greatest Song You Never Heard podcast. This is another one of our special Christmas episodes where we dig into our extensive Christmas music libraries that are nearly as extensive as our regular libraries uh, and bring you songs that we think are some of the best songs no one's ever heard. They just happen to be Christmas time. And we hope that by the time we're done, you'll have visions of sugar songs dancing in your head. Ooh, well played. Thank you. So would you consider your love of Christmas music a guilty pleasure? I would consider it an actual like uh, neurological disorder. (laughs) Great. Uh, when you say you play starting in October, yes. last week you said that, October till sometime in January. January 2nd. <laughs> That's really long. It's so, all I listen to for that time frame. Well, so that used to be the way I did it. Yes. It would be Thanksgiving night. Okay. You know, dinner's done. I would basically flip the switch. Mm. And Christmas music up until Christmas night, essentially. Okay. And then the next day, back to regular music. But... Only Christmas. Shelly loves Christmas songs a lot. She'll listen to them any time of the year. I that's why she's amazing. She is amazing for so many reasons. That's one of them. But I don't like listening to Christmas in July, huh? Or August, or September, or even early. You don't like having good feelings about peace on earth and goodwill towards men in July. But I love Christmas so much. I want to basically just um, concentrate that Mm. time. That's just me, right? So. Now we play Christmas songs. We salt and pepper it in okay. during the year to, you know, scratch her Christmas itch. And then I will actually play some non-Christmas music during the Christmas season. Fair enough. So she doesn't get annoyed. Fair enough. Yeah. But as we gear up, you know, towards the my, day. My recollection says that's what used to happen in regular radio uh, before we had these stupid Christmas stations that are playing walking in a Seattle latte land and those, you know, garbage stations that where they take their warm, whatever their station call signs are, and they're playing Christmas music 24-7 starting in like October 1st trying to get listeners. What's, what's wrong with that song? Uh, it's oh, so many things. But I... I isn't I just, it walking around in women's underwear? That's what it is. <laughs> Uh, but I distinctly remember, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because you would remember better than I do because you're a little older than me. Because of my COVID brain? Okay. Um, d- didn't they used to do that back in the day where they, most stations would play like a song or two here and there? Oh, yeah. yeah once yeah. in a while during the yep. Christmas season. And then yeah. Christmas Day was when you'd get the big download of Christmas, right? Yeah, because what they did was they pre-recorded all the Christmas songs. So they didn't they just have the engineer that had to work that day. Everybody else got the day off. There was also this really cool fad at one point where, I shouldn't say fad, but occasionally a Christmas song would get dropped on a regular album. Right. And and it was usually like the last song on the album. And you always were like, this doesn't fit here. It's and, exactly what it was. Yes. So the, the Pat Benatar tune that I played that you lost. Yeah. Remember that one? I do remember that one. Yeah. So that last song. We had song. a technical difficulty and it was erased. I didn't lose it. I know it's lost. It's gone. It's gone. Uh, the last song on, on that album. Is a Christmas tune. Really? Yeah. Same with um, Last Christmas from Wham. Well, oh, the song Last Christmas. Yeah, they only was had... Put on, okay, I was like... They only had seven new songs and they needed to crank out one more album. So they did an eighth one, which was Last Christmas. And it was the last song on the album. And until it came back because of Rosie O'Donnell, actually. Oh, my um, God. When she had her talk show, she got really into a band called Savage Garden. And they did a remake of that song. No one ever knew that song. I could talk about that song all day long and play it. And people would be like, I've never heard this song before. Interesting. And, and then it came back with a vengeance. You know, uh, Wham, first of all. Yes. George Michael, right? Yes. 
such a scumbag for what he did to his partner from Wham. Yes. I think, anyway. And yeah. then you bring up Rosie O'Donnell. Mm. Last week you talked about someone dying. Now you bring up Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Dude. Listen. listen. I'm Dude. Not just, I, I think I need to bring a song that will bring some warm and fuzzies. Mm, yes, please do. Please but, do, Phil. I'm going to do that. I don't have a lot of uh, setup for this. Okay. Uh, we're just going to bring some soothing Christmas. I'm not going to say the word I wanted to. Just music. Soothe, soothe me, Phil. That's right. FM Voice Chris. Let's bring it on. Full of cheer, one oh, kid is so wishful, but most of all, to make it complete, there's you, the mistletoe, and me. Look at the flames in the fireplace Embrace each other And Mother Nature's clad in white Ooh, what a thing for lovers, yeah And through the house All is serene Just you Listening to the sounds that come with your tide as they flow from near and far. Looking in your eyes as they're bright and shining with the glow. distant stars Fate is Santa Claus And Cupid's his helper I'm so grateful because Ooh, they brought us together Oh, 
snuggle later phil well there's a lot in between us and that's probably a good thing <laughs> um, there's there's a something i both love and dislike at the same time about, about super romantic christmas songs that are like hey baby i know it's christmas time let's let pine needles fall on our bare bodies <laughs> like like a very very bodies i mean <laughs> so i know this is a very sappy song no 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 i liked I, it i you know and and Kind of, we watched a Christmas movie recently called Fred Claus. Okay. I had not heard of it. It's kind of an all-star cast. Tim Allen, isn't that? No. No? No. Um, can't think of the names off the top of my head. Hmm. But um, actually, the guy from Ted Lasso, who's Leslie, the uh, the manager of the team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in this movie. Really? Yeah. So there's so many people in the movie, but I never had heard of it before mm. and it's a really good movie is it it's so odd so we watched that and then this song is much like that we were listening while making dinner one night and this song came on and i'm like this is a great song so this is one of my complaints with christmas music uh as as it's being presented today in 2021 mm. um when i tell whatever my digital assistant alexa siri whatever and say hey play christmas music i get one of two things I get Mariah Carey, that <laughs> right, or some terrible version of Christmas songs. I think we talked about this last year too. In a Christmas song, if I can't understand a freaking word you're saying, you're there. We were. I was listening to a song yesterday. I was playing Christmas music, and it's it's a song. I can't even tell you who does it, but it's like da na 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 na, and I could understand every third word. Mm. I couldn't understand, so you can't sing along, and you have to be able to sing along to a Christmas song. I think so. Uh, which is one of the reasons I think that Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You" is a great song because you can sing along. To it and everybody right. remembers the words, but you well, don't remember. You remember it because you hear it every third time on the radio. But so. you don't remember the words to anything that Sia ever sang on her Christmas album. No, but Candy Cane Lane from Sia is freaking fantastic. <laughs> I'm telling you, that is a very good song. So uh, I'll tell you. Don't start dissing on Sia. It's bad. Uh, but when I look at this song, when I think about this song, there's a couple things stood out to me. Um, number one, I love the sound, the overall feeling of it. I am a sucker for at the end of a song, the little slow play, jingle bell, jingle oh, bell. You know what? That's almost that. that's almost a given. You Like yeah. I said, you can do anything you want with Christmas, but the little... Dun, dun, dun. And actually, yes. they did it at the beginning, too. Yes. And the, the other thing I liked about this song, too, is it's one of those songs that I feel like that should be in a regular rotation somewhere. Like when you're listening right. to all those That's songs, point. this right. song should get played, but it, but I've never heard it before. Um, there was a line in the song, uh, two of them that I really, really liked. One is, uh, Fate is Santa Claus and Cupid is Helper. I right. It's such a great song, uh, a great line. And the other line that really stuck out to me, I didn't like it, is, look at the flames in the fireplace. And the reason that I that stuck out to me is, there's a Carpenter's song called Merry Christmas Baby, mm. where she says... Logs Man, on the fire. Right. Fill me with desire. Right. Wait, you looked at like sticks in a big wooden or a big cement box and that filled you with desire? Look, if that works, it's okay. That's weird, man. But it isn't that like, hey. isn't it great? Hey, baby, look at those logs. Oh, I, that, oh, I know. I know. How about tonight? 
No, not tonight. Really? Hang on one sec. I'm going to put some logs on the fire. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, my God, baby. Yeah, Yeah, right? So one of my... uh, one of that, my pet, that's a great song to, anyway it is but it's a great song despite that line making no sense and one of my pet peeves uh for any song like that is uh when you if i can't say the lyrics and they don't sound as intelligent as when you sing them they're probably not good lyrics <laughs> that's pretty funny but the flames in the fire on this yes that was one you didn't really like. I well, because only because it reminded me of the other one, but exactly, uh, it wasn't too bad. So, um, I, I overall, I really like this song, though. I want to know more about this song, and I have a guess uh, as to who it was. There's two names that came up over and over. Okay, uh, but I but one I know is wrong. That would be Ben Vereen. This couldn't be Ben Vereen. Good call. Is it really? No. Okay. Uh, the other one was Lou Rawls. So, <clears throat> we actually. I can't remember if we were recording or we were just talking, but Lou Rawls and Barry Wild things before we started. And who cares? But it's not okay. But would Isaac was Isaac Hayes ring a bell? Oh, fantastic! Yeah, that's really good. Isaac he, Hayes. Is this from a Christmas album from Isaac yes. Hayes? Yes. Uh, no, I I can't find a Christmas album from Isaac Hayes, but this is from Christmas in Soulsville mm-hmm. from two thousand seven. And really, yeah. And so, was this song recorded in that time frame or was it old? I'm guessing it's not. Uh, again, this may have been a last come to the party submission for me hmm. because this happened fairly recently where we ran across the song. Yeah. And it took, it really caught us both off guard. We were listening and I said, this is a really nice song. Yeah. And so one of the beautiful things about putting a Christmas playlist on random that you don't know every song on it is sometimes these little gems come up. Mm -hmm. And this was one for me. I'm like, you know, I had probably four songs that I was thinking of going with with Christmas. Hmm. And I landed on this one. Hmm. And one was something, the last line was, because there's no snow in Idaho. (laughs) I'm like, well, that'd be kind of fun. But we all know that's not the case. Well, the funny thing was, as we were preparing, uh, as I was preparing for uh, a Christmas episode, I was going through my extensive and obscure Christmas list of songs, and I found about five songs that I was like, I forgot, I forgot. Right. That's how we came up with uh, last week's Candy Butcher song. Yeah, right. I just totally had forgotten about it. But the beauty is, is that these songs are out there, they exist, and once you start down this hole, all of a sudden... You got all sorts of new Christmas stuff to listen to. And we both share this affinity for Christmas music Mm -hmm. to begin with. Now, I like really good Christmas songs too. Yeah. But it's really almost everything goes. I'll listen to country. I'll listen to crap, which is country and rap combined. Uh, Christmas music. So this song, if I'm guessing, because we haven't discussed yet, the title of this song is uh, You, The Mistletoe and Me. Very close. The mistletoe and me. Okay. Yep. Uh, from from Isaac Hayes. And now that I'm doing a little research on the fly, 1969. Okay. That's, that sounds a little bit more yeah. like it. Yep. 1969. Um, we will probably try to put that Lou Rawls, or excuse me, <laughs> Isaac, Isaac Hayes, Hayes um, album somewhere in show notes or yeah. whatever. But anyway, this is a, a lot of fun to be able to come up with. These little gems, 
I'd not heard this song. I'd never heard it before. Thank you, Phil, for sharing with me one of the greatest Christmas songs I've never heard. Does it make you want us to, you know, put on a fire? It does. Which for you is just flipping a switch? Yes. Ambiance. <laughs> 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 that's, that's my house. So would those logs get Karen Carpenter filler with desire? They're, they're cement, so I'm not really <laughs> sure. Uh, well. But before well, we wrap up. Yeah. Can we just tell everyone, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas is right. Thank and you so much for listening to our podcast. It means uh, what you don't know is you just hear some dulcet tones on the other end of a microphone. And what you don't realize is it's actually an honor that you guys would spend time listening to this show at all. I do not disagree at all. Uh, we do appreciate every listener. We do have listeners out there. It's true. I run into them all the time. By all the time, I mean one, once or twice. Every time you go home and Shelly's there. That's right. <laughs> but <laughs> it's I want, good because my wife's never listened. So Is that right? But she's yeah. usually listening in the other room when we record. So That's true. She does not like not hearing the music anymore. That's true. We used to actually have the music go to the speakers. But I want to leave you with this, Chris. Okay. How can you say this is bad? Oh, it's terrible. Okay, first off, there's the nasally whine of her voice. Second off, there's the, I wrote this song so it would be on a Target commercial. Right? It's terrible. It's I terrible. love the song and partially because the Blazing Divas dance to it. And yeah. that brings a little closer to my heart. Did you guys make the parade? We did. I didn't see you. No, but we saw your wife. She was in the parade. And you know what's funny about, so if you guys don't know, tell us what the Blazing, Blazing Divas are and what your wife does for them. Okay, so not quite a wife yet. Still engaged. Just want to. I'm just speaking that into existence. Okay, that's right. Uh, she's a part of a dance troupe of, of with ladies of a certain age. Yes, uh, could be eighty of them, uh, forty to fifty show up at any parade, and they work their butts off through the year to get ready for these parades and choreograph and everything. And they dance like this. You yeah, know, a couple of weeks ago at the lighting ceremony parade, uh, the day after Thanksgiving. And they did that Sia song. They did a, a Madonna tune. And and Shelly is so professional that Phil knows I can be loud. Did and you sh- I can shout out? I have every time I've ever seen her in a parade, I make a complete absolute idiot of myself yelling, Shelly! I know she hears me. She keeps focused straight ahead. Well. Keeps doing her dance. So. And doesn't even acknowledge my existence. I was not able to walk with them this year. So I saw the entire parade. Hmm. And we kind of kept an eye out for you and Heidi couldn't find you, but my daughter and her husband were there with me. Yeah. And I actually was taking video for the Blazing Divas so that they've got some stuff going on the East Coast. The dancing grannies who were a part of a horrific accident mm-hmm. a few weeks back. Um, those two groups have gotten organizations have started talking. Oh, they cool. wanted to get a video. So I took that video for the Blazing Divas. And so I, I was kind of watching, but apparently... Both Brian and Lindsay gave Shelly a huge shout out too. And they said almost the same thing, but she didn't look over, but she smiled. So she did hear. <laughs> so that's a, that's a little bit of fun there. So anyway. Well, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever your situation is this Christmas time, Phil Merry and I, Christmas. you can count us as friends. Yes. And we wish you a very Merry Christmas. And, uh, and a Happy New Year. Very happy. 2022 is around the corner and we are going to make this the best year ever. Just like this podcast was the best podcast we've ever done. That's true. Because this is the way this happens. Phil, if people want more information on uh, how to get in touch with us or where the songs are and those kind of things, how can they do that? Well, we're big fans of social. Yes. Social, more social beans. Yes. Uh, The greatest song you never heard on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would be G-S-Y-N-H podcast on Twitter. 
And of course, the greatest song you never heard.com is our website. And gosh, listen to the songs we put on a playlist on Spotify called The Greatest Song You Never Heard Playlist in order. I'm going to miss you, Phil. Well, I'm not going anywhere. No, but I'll see you next year. Mm-hmm.